Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 338 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Germain's office is Carlos. I'm here. And Brian? Oh, hey. And I'm here. I don't have any other names to say, so I'm just going to dive right in. I would like to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Bell patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, and Hop and Barrel Brewing. I had to, I have to, I have to do that, that whoop whoop every time. Uh, because Brian makes me. Um, and then... It's part of the contract. Uh, so if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash cities and become a patron today. Also, Carlos, you were telling me something that uh, our black belt patrons, when they get together, something happens. So it's actually a thing that they're planning. That's oh, coming up. it's yeah. a planning. Yeah, so <laughs> you know you know the movie Around the World in 80 Days, right? Uh, yeah, with, with, the, with the giant balloon and Jackie Chan? Well, I'm thinking, I've never seen that one. I've never seen the one with Jackie Chan. The remake. I've seen the old one. Oh, the original. Yeah, the original. Nobody one. watches old things. New is always better. I've never seen the remake. I've only seen the original one as a, when I was a child. But I'm assuming, the pl- and I barely remember the plot, but I do know they have to go around the world in 80 days. In 80 days. days. I yeah. think the plot's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I got done explaining the plot, though. But anyways, our group of uh, patron uh, black belts are go- trying to go around the world. In less than 80 days. Oh, 79 days? Less than that, even. I mean... 69 days. 69 days! Oh! Six <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they're actually... Uh, what they're actually doing is... Uh, they can't, they're not doing a hot air balloon. <laughs> of course it's fucking 69 days. What number would it not... Would, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I I'm, I'm laughing at our levels. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, they spiked a little bit? Yeah, you, they, you can see yeah. exactly where we said 69, and then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they're, so they're going to get a blimp. They're going to get a, a blimp. They're going to put the big, big number sixty nine on side of both sides. Uh, so I guess uh, what shape is the blimp in? Blimp, it's blimp shaped. shaped. It's you got to have a it's shaped like a blimp, Casey. Okay, because that's the most structurally sound shape for a blimp. Otherwise, why would they be that shape? I don't know. How about zeppelin shaped? That's like a that's like a blimp shape. Uh, but what came first? Well, Casey, zeppelins also kind of crash and explode. You know, blimps only during lightning storms. I don't know about that, but anyways, so actually, like you can't make your own blimp, of course. Like, well, you could. Well, you can. It's it's not cost effective, especially if you're already a patron member. It's more important to give that money to our patron than to buy to create a new blimp. So they're just oh, does he not understand the patron thing? The patrons give us money. Yes, the patrons. Give them money, and they need to give us money yeah. instead of making a new blimp. And then we give them moral support to hijack Goodyear blimps. Yeah, exactly. No, that's the, actually the plan, is they're <laughs> going to steal a Goodyear blimp and repaint it. Oh, can they steal a bunch of them and make like a Goodyear Armada? I don't think that's uh, the plan for this year. Oh, okay. Or, that, I guess, well, when I say this year, I mean 2021. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. Year. Like, so it, ha- it has to escalate every year. And so we're just going to keep stealing more and more blimps. Yeah. So is this episode going to come out in 2020 or 2020? No, no, this, this is today's episode. Yeah. And next week is the, oh man, the year ending episode. We're finally going to play the quote game. 
Well, it's next week. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be... Oh, my God. I know. What, what, I'm saying P- that on I air. Mean, like, is, I actually now have a lot of work going to do. Going to come here then? Or what? I don't know. We might we might do it on New Year's yeah. Eve, because traditionally we do it on New Year's Eve. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, they're going to go around the world. They're going to... Right at 69 days. They can't go over, can't go under. So, uh, yeah. It's a little over, under. Yeah. They, they got to hit right at 69 right days. Right at 69 days. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really hard to go under because you can just wait. Yeah, no, you can you can just wait, but you don't want a whole tortoise in the hair scenario. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Where you waited Why too long. Why does he say words nobody so wants, differently? Nobody wants a hairy sixty-nine. You're a scenario. No. Well, I mean, some people like that. Actually, I, I wouldn't say nobody likes that, but no, most people don't. You want a tortoise sixty-nine? That's not a thing. That That's why I said nobody wants a hairy sixty-nine. <laughs> But I see what you're saying. So if you like become a black belt patron and part of the around the world in 69 days, uh, head on over to Patreon.com. But also, in more, uh, well, I guess not more, but just as exciting news, we have a store at blindnewstudios.com slash, or uh, blindnewstudios.com, click on the store link, or head over to teespring.com slash stores slash studios and I'm working on getting a redirect link. It's going to be a whole thing. But Brian, you were telling me something about some of the apparel on the store? Yeah, it's actually not some, it's all of it. Oh, so all of it. When, all I, of it. when I first went through the website and looked at all of the clothing... I mean, I found this completely unbelievable, but there were nutrition facts for nutrition each piece facts. of apparel. Apparently, all of the apparel is edible. Well, I'm wearing some right now. Should I try to eat it? Yeah, that one in specific. Yeah, specifically, that it. one smells and tastes like roast beef. Oh, it's so good right now. <laughs> and it has a lot of vitamin C because... If there's anything our listeners want, <laughs> it's clothing that smells like roast beef. Who doesn't want roast beef clothing? You're really selling it, Ryan. You're really selling it to our listeners. I feel like our target demographic is dudes who are called, like, by a nickname, Beef Boy. But I feel Gordon like... Gordon... I feel like what you're, what you're missing also, there, Brian, what? is uh, not only do we have the sizes listed, small, medium, large, etc., uh, but we also have the flavors listed. Yeah. So you have beef. You have tuna. I don't know why you would want that one, but it's there. You have... <laughs> you have the vegetarian option, which just smells like asparagus pee. You can get anything you want. Some people can't smell asparagus pee. It's yeah, gen- well, it's those, people have a, those people have a magic superpower. And they're they're in the they're, I, I, I. they're in the same terrible group of people that think cilantro tastes like soap. Oh, you know, they're not terrible people. They, that's literally how it tastes. I disagree with you because I just them. I'm I really get into asparagus, but um, and I think it tastes great. And I yeah, asparagus pee. Whew, you know, no, no I mean I, I I can smell asparagus pee, but I'm saying the people who can't taste as or can't smell asparagus pee also think cilantro tastes like soap. I don't. No, those are mutually exclusive. I'm just saying they're the same people. Are they, though? I don't know. I just want them to be because I don't like either of them. Because one of them has a distinct advantage, and then one of them is sad. (laughs) (laughs) So I just wanted to even out. All right, all right. Because cilantro's fucking delicious. I Wait, why is not being able to smell asparagus pee an advantage? A good thing? 
Have you ever smelled asparagus pee? Yeah, no, but I mean... It's terrible. Yeah, but guess what? It's Don't, like the worst. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. It's fucking raw. It's gross. All right. Anyway. It's nasty. But anyway, Carlos, I ask you a question at the top of every show, and I should probably do that right now. What have you been up to, man? For the last two weeks, because we didn't do a show last week. Yeah, oh, well, now I have to think about two weeks. Well, that's going to make things a lot harder because I didn't do a whole lot in the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't done a whole lot. How is your uh, giving up caffeine going? It went poorly because I... Did you give up on giving up caffeine? I cut down to half the amount of caffeine right now. That's where I'm at. Because if I have no caffeine in a day, I literally do nothing. You turn into a turtle. And I think that's the reason why even when, I, uh, when I'm not working on the weekends... I think that's the reason why I get such a late start is because I don't have a reason to get up. And I even when I do get up, I just am so sluggish because I don't get caffeine on the weekends. Oh, why don't you get caffeine on the weekends? I just don't. You should just make yourself I a gotta cop, go places. cup of coffee. Yeah, no. That's probably probably going to do because I – yeah, so today I only had two Red Bulls. Wait, oh, that's, that's half? That explains a lot. Wait, wait. That's half? Yeah, yeah, no. I, that, two I knew, is half? I knew you were a little bit off today, Carlos. Yeah, no, I only had two Red Bulls today. <laughs> Carlos. I'm kidding. That's like the recommended maximum <laughs> dosage. I didn't, I didn't notice. Well, but you but you gotta buy four though. Because you got because they're normally on sale, so you can get four of them. No, no, no. The recommended maximum dosage is two. I don't know. I've never seen a recommended dose. Although I did see my frozen pizza had like a recommended portion size. I was like, well, that's that's ridiculous because that's not the full pizza. And like, <laughs> why would I why would I make a pizza and eat like a quarter of it? That's nonsense. That's right. You, you don't, don't do you, that. You don't eat leftovers. If I'm making a frozen pizza, I'm eating it to eat it then and there. I, I'm not eating it to eat it later. You don't make a frozen pizza and like, all right, I'm going to eat the rest of this tomorrow. Carlos, what if now and later made a pizza? The candy people? Yeah, what if they just branded a pizza and they called it now and later? Would you eat some of it now and some of it later? Like, I'm not a big fan of now and later. I don't think I'd be, I'd tr- I'd be that impressed to try their pizza. All right, well, my, my, my ploy didn't work. No, it's uh, it was an odd, it's also an odd, like, way. No, it's a very brand. odd branding thing. It yeah. doesn't make any sense, I know. Yeah, it, but anyways, like, I have this, I'm really looking forward to this next week where I am not working. I took uh, a couple days off before New Year's, so it was like, just so I could have the extra long uh, break. So what have you done with your break so far? Well, I slept in. But the break hasn't really started, though, yet, because well, that tomorrow, starts tomorrow. Okay, okay. So, well, so yesterday I didn't see you until 3. Yeah, but it was the weekend, so that's not exactly new. Today, I left the house at noon and hadn't seen you yet. Well, yeah, because I woke up at 1, and then I went and got some caffeine. Okay. So tomorrow, what time am I going to see you, Carla? I don't know. <laughs> what you know? What's what's sleeping in if three and one are our baseline here? It's the weekend, and that's why I need the caffeine, and I need to get up in the morning to have my caffeine. <laughs> I also, you didn't get up in the morning. I also need to set an alarm, and I also need to go to sleep before five, six in the morning. That's okay. I wish I could do that. I just have stuff to do during the day because everybody uh, else does stuff during the day. That's, I mean, I I like... I it. mean, I'm not working this next week, so I don't have stuff to do during the day. I like the day. to go to bed at like 10 or 11 p.m. It's pretty great. I don't know. I will be up until 
one or two. Sometimes if I make a mistake and start playing a video game and realize that it's six o'clock in the morning and I have to be up in a couple hours to make Christmas food, it's uh, oh that's that actually happened on me I, on Christmas, Christmas day. I was like I started playing this game called Monster Train. And, uh, is it about a train that's a monster? It's meow, about meow, a train uh, in hell. Monster train! Because is starting to freeze over. You got to deliver this payload to get hell back on fire again. But all the angels <laughs> are trying to stop you. And so you have all these monsters. What dicks? Yeah. And uh, so I played that until like 6 o'clock in the morning. I was like, well, I got to I gotta go to sleep because I got to be up in a couple hours to make food. A couple hours? Your, your, your family didn't show up until 3. Yeah. So I was able to sleep until it was 2, actually, because I, I went back to check my check test text messages. And I so I was able to sleep until noon. Oh, so that explains why when I showed up at 3, they were here, or before 3, they were here. I was trying to beat them so they wouldn't park in front of the garage. But they oh. didn't park in front of the garage anyway. Yeah. That was all good. It's yeah. very exciting. <laughs> uh, very oh, exciting. how did that roast beef turn out? Yeah, it turned out well. Yeah, uh, Were you here or were you going? I was over at my folks. Oh. Uh, no, so he sous-vided a roast beef for 26 hours. Yeah. Sous-vide everything. Yeah. Good for you, man. Sous-vide is amazing. Yeah, 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 it turned out really well. Sweet. Yeah, I had right. sous vide for like a full 26 hours. I don't cook. I never cook anything. I You need to cook more, bud. I, you know, if I had... Motivation, I understand. I do other things at the house that... Also, it turns out, like, I did with the mashed, my mashed potatoes, I tried the... I saw, like, hey, try putting two different type mashed potatoes in there. I tried that, and it turned out very well. Like, it, it was, I kept... Taking a bite of that while I was waiting for the other stuff to finish. Did you just eat all the mashed potatoes? I did not, but I could have. <laughs> I could have. No, so like it's crazy how different potatoes taste, right? Yeah. Like two different kinds of potatoes taste completely different, and like some are waxy, some are buttery, some are mealy. Like ah, it's delightful. I love potatoes. Anyway, Brian, yes. what have you been up to, man? Mm. Um. Well, you got a haircut for one thing. Was that since the? Yeah, you haven't yeah, been on, you haven't uh, been on you since probably the haven't. I have not. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, man. He yeah, hasn't seen the need to root or run haircut. I should have probably sh- sent you a text that you wouldn't have responded to, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have, <laughs> like, just responded if I saw, oh, this is from Brian. I would have just responded, like, new phone, who dis? Probably. <laughs> That's what I do to Rick every time he texts me. It is. <laughs> I feel like... I'm more important than Rick and that you should respond to me more. I mean, there is that. But you've never you once texted Rick. me, though. Not one time have you texted me. Untrue. Ooh. <laughs> you untrue. don't. Controversy. You keep texting somebody that's not me. Did I? That was a thing we've discussed. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'll talk while I'm looking it up, but. Uh, well, don't say my name on the air. <laughs> or your I, number. I'm yeah. not going to. It's in a, as Carlos. I had. Oh, that's why. Yeah. So the, I have two Car- Carlos in here. And it's seven one. Whatever. Don't say my name, my phone number. Okay, here. so the last. No, not even the, any four of four digits. None of no, the no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't say We're any on there. The last. No, no, I'm no. not gonna say the oh, digits. Oh sure. The last two digits. That's where the issue was. Is that there was? Let's see. On the last, it was one of the third digit. It was a different number. So you just can't type things. Got it. I texted you, who I thought was you. Moisture is the essence of wetness. <laughs> on August 13th, that was this year. Oh, and then yeah, yeah. on October 4th, I said, hey, can you bring us some paper towels? And you came down with them. So I have the correct number now, but the old number, I... I thought that was a text from Casey. 
I sent you Monday, January 20. I thought you just brought down paper towels. Which was almost a year ago. No, no, no. Like, he came down, like, toot sweet when I was like, hey. Like, I sent him a legit SOS, and he he knew, well, you know, we were recording, and, like, so he chop-chopped. But uh, uh, almost a year ago, January 20, are you DMing tomorrow? Question mark. No answer. February 13th, what's the mod we're doing on Saturday? No answer. Why would I know the mod? Because you were running it, remember? And then you never... Oh, whatever. so yeah, so that was when you were, te- were texting me. And then, oh, yeah, that's he's like, oh, no, I don't want to answer these. Yeah. No, I never saw So them. then Saturday, <laughs> July 25, I was racking my brain. I said, thoughts on playing a Zverf Neblin in the Out of the Abyss campaign. Oh, I got, I got that count. I if got so, what class or any other race or class suggestions? Because I was starting to play the Out of the Abyss campaign, which we are... I want to say almost what three quarters of the way. through? You guys have to be at this point. Probably. You guys make way more progress than we do in, in GGB. the good guy buddies. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Well, I but mean, anyway, things things would have been up to. We had the holidays. It was a whole thing. It's a lot more fun um, for the kids. Uh, I definitely. This is such a like first worldy thing, but like everything that I kind of hoped for this year, despite it being a shit year. Uh, Christmas. Did Santa deliver? Yeah. Yes. I I asked for some really specific stuff and I got it, which is always weird. And it's always weird when Santa gets your kinks. Kink same, but kink shame. <laughs> <or> kink shame. <laughs> anyway, I got socks. I needed socks. Yeah, no socks. I socks are the best. Got discs. I got some disc Laser golf. Laser discs? Apparel. No, dude. Frisbee. Disc golf. Oh. I got those. And, I, you know, I was happy. I, and when you're our age, it it's like anything under 50 bucks. It's like, eh, I have that. And right. I don't need anything. And I would just rather be around my people. And I got a little bit of that. Not as much. Um, it, you it, got a patented Casey drunk dial. I did. And that was amazing. <laughs> and then I, I, down, I had to download the Google Duo app. Oh, yeah, I forgot and about that. And it was that, the yeah. first time I ever met your brother. But oh, yeah. we were all very drunk. We were all wasted. And I didn't really know what to say to your brother. And I was like, hi, guy, you look, you look like Casey. Hello. You're not wearing a hat, though. So now I definitely know you are balding. <laughs> this is a different spot. Definitely. Oh, you know, my brother's balding more, and no, I love for, it so for, much. For being a crummy... Year. Year, it was good. And I, I think part of it was because I didn't, I wasn't forced to go to a bunch of shit that I didn't want to go to or places I didn't want to, you know, it, I, I did three foyer Christmases, vestibule Christmases, foyer, oh. vestibule. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what they have. My father and I exchanged gifts in basically the entryway of his, of his house. He... I, I made him wear a mask, and I wore a mask. My dad, my father, I don't talk about it much, but he is slowly dying of cancer, and I didn't feel right being around him. And so he was dead set on having a thing, and I said, I'm not doing that. I said, I will come over because I'll bring him groceries from time to time or, or enemas. Sometimes he needs enemas. He's dying of cancer. And so... Yeah, he and I did our exchange in the entryway of his house, basically. I did another one of those in the entryway of 
my significant other's brother's house. And uh, there's another one um, with my mother where there was sort of an exchange where she dropped stuff off and I kind of wasn't there. And uh, it was great for me. And I hate to sound like a bah humbug, but I think maybe once in a while you, you need a year off of some stuff. Yeah. So I, I'm I sorry that. if I, everyone else was all upset that they didn't get to see their people, but I think hey. it, worked, it worked out pretty well for what we could do. That's awesome. God, I hope that didn't sound sad. No, it didn't sound <laughs> sad at all. I mean, there were some things that were sad. There were good, there were several Christmas Zooms, and frankly, some of the Christmas Zooms that we did were with people I wouldn't normally have gotten together with anyway. Well, also, I feel like, at you know? least for me, I've seen more of my family this year than I have the past few years because uh, like, because of the pandemic, Zooming has become such a, yeah. well, or I guess video chats. I shouldn't just say Zooming because that's branded I and like... I think that... But it's like Kleenex now. People, exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, like, so video chats have become, like, so prevalent. Like, I have seen my family more this year than I ever have. I know, yeah. like, my dad, who's one of eight siblings, they've started a, every other week, they get together and talk over each other over an hour-long Zoom call. <laughs> and it's the most they've seen each other since they lived together, like. Yeah, it's, you know. What would you call it besides Kleenex? Nose oh, tissues? No, they're gosh. called tissue. They're tissue. tissue or they're, they're, uh, yeah, they're tissue papers. Yeah, but that could, that could be anything. I, I'd say or, I, no, or, or no, I guess, uh, wait. Nose tissues. I like are, nose aren't they just tissues? tissues? Nose tissues, though. So you know they're for your nose. Tissues. I don't know. What, all, what other products? I'm sure there's other products. No, it's, just, it's Kleenex. just Kleenex and then tissues. No, I meant, like, are, is there another... There's probably another brand, but... Pro- they, no, like, throw Kleenex... Oh, ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup. Um, like, yeah, Heinz, Heinz ketchup is the ketchup. Like, yeah, there is also. no other. Carlos. Um, there's just a, there's, but there's also ketchup. There's just only a Carlos. And you that's can, you for, can call it ketchup. For it's every also spelled differently. guy in your life, that's kind um, of weird. But, and... yeah, like, but everybody, <laughs> like, it's it's Heinz ketchup. Like, it's just what it is. Um, and then. Not necessarily Heinz, though. You can get non-Heinz ketchup. Yes. True. Um, I guess like, but there's, there's a, there's a name for that. Like, well, so Googling, like searching for something on the internet is now called Googling. The uncanny e- product valley. E- even if you, even if you're binging it, like It's close, but if it's too close, no, what, it's weird. No, but there, there's like an actual there's word for it. There's definitely a word for um, it. I'm just, I'm going to ding, I'm going to open this beer. Is that the next? Uh, well, I got to do my thing and then we're going to do the beer, but oh, you can yeah. go ahead and open No, we're going to skip over Casey this year. Yeah, that's what we're going to do, Brian. Merry we're cri- not gonna, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to us. We don't have to listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. All right, Casey, what have All you right, been up to? All right, into the do beer. I, do, do I get a Just talk kidding, now Casey, or? Oh, I mean, I could, we could digress. I mean, No, we're not going to digress. <laughs> God damn it. I have a lot of things to talk about. They I've should had... just call this the Department of Digression. Like, I, what do you mean we're going to digress in your You know, I think it. this like, is what? a great time <laughs> to go into a Carlos Car Corner because we haven't had one of those for a while. <laughs> oh, for, for, probably, probably for years, plural. What? Yeah, so let me guys, let me tell you guys something about uh, tires. Now, it's crazy how sometimes Do they need air? This is Carlos. We Car put Corner. a bunch of air in Are them. We, no, Brian, let's this is Carlos' this. car corner, oh, not Brian talk during Carlos's car corner. <laughs> that is not what the segment is. All right, give me called. your fucking sample glass. <laughs> 
So anyways, uh, I put some air in my tires because, of course, my tires needed some air. My front ones, my back ones were fine. My back ones are almost always fine. But I put some front, some air in my front tires. This is not Brian and the, the problem was, though, the next week, I was like, it was right before before uh, I had to vote. I had I went to go drive, to, uh, went to vote nearby. It's so very short. I could have walked, really. I should have, maybe I could have walked, but that would be a little bit longer away from work. But I went, uh, I, and I, when I'm driving to the place to put my when vote in. When was the last time you drove somewhere? Anyways, I was just driving to vote, and it's like, you know, it's really hard for me to turn my wheel. And I get there, and I check my front tires, like, oh, wow, those are almost completely flat. There's some air in there, but I, I, if I had a bump, I'm pretty sure like the the rim would puncture the tire, and then I'd just be in trouble because then I'd have this giant hole in my tires, and then oh, no, that, yeah. you can't drive with giant holes in your tires. You non-car so, guys. So, anyways, are we, are we, are we I done then now? pulled in and had to fill up my front tires, and this is crazy though. Like it was like two weeks. Two weeks went by between like me filling them up my front tires. And it's been a month since then. Like my front tires are still fine, but like it was just crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, this has been Carlos Car Corner. So we're, we're gonna. <laughs> We're 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 gonna we're gonna we're gonna do something different today. So Casey, what have you been up to? <laughs> what have you been up to the it's last been two weeks? So long since you did one of those, man. <laughs> anyway, this is worth it. Uh, all right, yeah, no. So I've I've been up to a lot, but uh, so Brian poured some beer, um, and I I feel like we're gonna taste it. And Carlos, to give you a, this is my Christmas gift to you. I'm gonna give you a chance to taste it and talk about it. Or uh, think about it before I ask you about it. So I'm, I'm going to read the thing, and then I'm going to talk about what I've been up to, and then we're going to go into the beer. Does that work for you? I will be very confused, but yeah, let's do this. All right. Uh, so uh, going around the table right now is Mole Darkness uh, from Surly Brewing. This is the 2020 version. Mole Darkness is inspired by the impossibly complex and satisfying sauces native to South Central Mexico, specifically Oaxaca. Um, Skirt! Uh, mole comes in almost infinite varieties, and our take features bittersweet chocolate, cinnamon, and a mild heat from the use of guajillo chilies. Time well spent in bourbon barrels tempers the spice, adding a rounded vanilla-esque sweetness. Um, all right, so, uh, oh, can artwork by uh, Barbara Gutman. Uh, I I usually love Surly's can art. Like, it's pretty great. They always go the extra mile. Yep, um, but anyway, so for me, uh, the last two weeks... Uh, well, my brother was in town. Uh, he is back from the UK, officially living in Arizona now. They came up. Um, I don't know. We drunk dialed Brian one night. That was yes. a great time. Uh, we were hanging out with uh, Cameron, the wine guy. They caught me at. I probably shouldn't have answered, but I. Ah, you always answer my call. Always, especially at that time of night, you know who's on at the other end. That time of night. <laughs> You're one of the only, you were like one of like about six people on my speed dial, first of all, because I don't talk to a lot of people on the phone, but you, I talked to on the phone a ton. But yeah, that was, we were all very loaded and talking. Having a good time. Yes. It was great. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Um, so I, uh, so that day, actually, I ended up in Menominee. Um, because I'd never been to Lucette, so Stephen L. brought me to Lucette to eat some pizza. You did not tell me this, or maybe you did, but that's I did, because awesome. I, I, I sent you, because uh, we ended up oh, in Zymergy, yeah, 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 yeah. and I sent you the photo. Ah, uh, there you go. Um, and that's why you're at the front of my brain when I got drunk and ended up dying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went to Lucette, we went to Zymergy, we went to uh, Nonic was the other one that we went to. Um, and then my brother uh, picked up a big uh, Hamon leg. 
which is just like a big ham. Yeah, it's just a big this leg of cured ham. ham. Yeah. Yeah. And so we spent the next week carving pieces off of, of ham off of this giant leg and like, eating them. Like jagged homemade knives or like what? Well, what I mean, it like seems just, like something you would do. Yeah, like just with like kitchen knives, just like cutting pieces of ham off and eating them. It was delightful. Um, so for Christmas this year, we didn't do a traditional uh, gift exchange. Instead, everybody made a meal. So, like, um, my family came over and I made Nashville hot chicken. Um, and so I, like, so I made fried chicken. Everybody came over. We ate chicken. We played some board games. It was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, Carlos had to work late, which was kind of a bummer. But it is what it is. Um, and what, then... On, on Xmas or, like, what? This no. was this was Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, and then uh, the uh, Christmas Eve, my dad uh, smoked ribs. Right after Carlos and I started watching this uh, smoked meats show on Netflix, which yeah. is phenomenal, and who who needs to win? Uh, I, was it Rashid? Z- Rashid. Rashid needs to win. <laughs> this guy, he is he's from the Caribbean, and like he has the most like cook background, and he's killing it with the spices. And he made tostones during his first challenge, and you know how much of a sucker I am for tostones. If you only knew 25 words, one of them is tostones. Exactly. It's a good thing I know more than 25 words, though. Yes. But Just I have that on record. So you, so you can help Casey talk? <laughs> no, no, but like in general, I though, know oh. more than 25 words. <laughs> Why would me knowing more words help Casey talk? That doesn't help anybody because at all. Because you guys are common law, and when I don't understand him, which is never, I always understand him, uh, then you can help. Anyway, no, I, like so Rashid's going to win. Talking or something. I went and ate a bunch of ribs, and it was a good time. Um, and then the following day, uh, my brother made these Portuguese sandwiches. Uh I, I gotta I gotta double check the name because I will pronounce it wrong if I don't. Your bro- he's not gonna li- it, does he listen to this? I don't know, but if he does, no, no, no. But for our listeners, uh, they're they're Francahinhas. 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 So what? what? Uh, so the sandwich is, um, it starts with a layer of bread, cheese, hamon, ham. Yes. Yes. Uh, sausage, <gasps> steak. What? Oh, wow. Uh, pulled pork. Cheese. This is a cold or hot sandwich? This is a hot sandwich. Better be. Bread. Uh, fried egg. Then smothered in a sauce. More cheese. Chucked in the oven. Mother of God. Wait, is that... So, that's no... All right. That sounds good. It doesn't sound like a sandwich anymore. It sounds like a cake. A multi-layer cake. It's pretty much a meat cake. Yeah. It's it the best kind of cake. 100% look, a meat look, cake. Look up friends and Hines, and I they're am. so good. It was the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. It's like, that's no moon. That's a space station. You know but what I mean? Sandwich. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so yeah, so that was fantastic, and so that was our uh, that was our Christmas to each other. Um, also, um, yeah, I still didn't get to meet your brother in person. I know. Well, he'll he'll be back next Saturday. We might be able to figure something out. Okay. Um, and then uh, we also uh, for Christmas Day we all dressed in onesies. I wore a red panda one, um, and then I also have a walrus one and a Wookiee one. So my why uh, do you my, have so many onesies? 
Oh, because I got mad at my mom on Tuesday because she said, no, no real adult would wear a onesie. And so I bought a bunch of them. Good for you. To prove my mom wrong. Good for you. Uh, I would never wear a onesie. I know you wouldn't, Carlos. They don't but make onesies you also big don't ha- enough. You don't also don't have any whimsy. No, no, they, they look... <laughs> they, 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 they look warm, but like, what if you got to poop? You got to take it all down. Oh, yeah, no, they suck to poop in. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't want that. Yeah, they don't make a butt flap in them anymore. Yeah. Anymore? Well, so... No, like, my argument the, is the that old, they don't The old make man, them... like, onesies, like, had the butt flap... Yeah, yeah, the old prospecting buffaloes, and and you, you, the, it comes old, yeah, with yeah. A, it's it's yeah. it's red, they come pink, and it comes with a shotgun. And Carlos, they don't make them for people as large as you. Actually, they do. Do they? I could probably yeah. find one. Okay, I'll, okay. Our sixteen-year-old is what six six foot one ish. Yeah. No, they make he, an he a- can fit in. No, no, they they, they make they make an XL version for the taller people. Like they gotta include the height range on these things yep. because yeah. you have to. Yeah. You, you guys, we we them boys. You guys are them boys. I I'm I'm very like I don't know. I've got like so Pete got really into onesies, and then I was like so I was telling the story, and then my mom was like, well, a grown man should never wear one, and I took that as an insult for some reason, so I bought a bunch. <sighs> She's not putting it like not framing it correctly. If it's a the the Grinch. Oh, if there's a Grinch one, there is one. one. There's an elf one. There's. I I have a red panda and a walrus. What is that Jack Fellow's name from that movie with the rickety-looking stop motion people with the dark Jack Frost? Jack Skellington or Jack Skellington? Skellington. That's the one. Our sixteen. He's seventeen now. Jesus, almost eighteen, and he has a Jack Skellington. So onesies are the most comfortable thing. Plus, plus they're hilarious because they make so many cool characters. Yeah. These no, days. so so onesies are where it's at, um, and that's that's that was kind of my Christmas. It was no, fantastic. I, oh, I, and then I watched Hamilton for the first time. You know what I think I would take over a onesie? I think I would take a big, like like a giant woolly sock. Should I do that? I feel like that. I would take that over a onesie. Just hmm. a giant sock on each leg. Well, like I'd be wearing other stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. I wouldn't be down ducking it, but like it'd be like so, like because you got like you get to the warmth on your legs. <laughs> Donald ducking. Well, you, it. No, but so I also wore. Like, I, have a I tiny wore big woolly socks and a onesie. Like that's. I mean, I, I did both. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't interfere with my pooping. That's true. Yeah. You only wearing socks would not interfere with your poop. Well, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be wearing something else too. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about Hamilton and how good that was. Holy shit! <laughs> so yeah, I, I, did, how, I, I thought we were going to talk about this mole. We're getting there, Brian. But I'm talking about Casey, my experiences right now. It seems like it's taking a really long time. Oh my god, we spent so much time on yours. <laughs> did we really? <laughs> I always get shortchanged. <laughs> no, you, you usually give you a decent amount of time. I know. Uh, but you had a lot going Hamilton. on. Yeah. Hamilton. Uh, I watched it for the first time. Holy shit. Amazing. Holy shit. Also three hours long. Yeah. No, that's that's too long. I took... Uh, two intermissions? Two intermissions. I, I basically did like an hour chunk at a time, and then like I wandered around the house and did other things. Like I tried to paint a mug, realized we didn't have the right paint, and it was... A folded laundry. Wait, do you guys... Do either of you fold your laundry? I, I fold yeah, my I fold laundry. my laundry. I also... I also hang up 90% I mean, I, of my laundry. I fold up my t-shirts. Because I don't like wrinkles. I fold my t-shirts up and I just shove them in my drawer. That's how you get wrinkles, Carlos. But I fold them first. Do you Do you then iron your t-shirts? No, I don't. Then you're going to get wrinkles. That's I, a t-shirt. I, I, ne- I never iron my t- And I have a couple hundred t-shirts. I never, ever. 
Do I, I iron them? No, oh. I, like, I don't like wrinkles. I forgot to mention. I was Marie. I also hang my t-shirts in the closet. Oh, could they get the little like boop? Uh, in, not in if you shoulders. use the right hangers. I'm re- I'm Marie Kondo them, and I was doing that before she did. I, I forgot to mention. I started watching I'll send a new you a picture. Uh, do they bring later. you joy? Very, like yes, every single one of them brings me joy. I forgot to mention. I I actually started watching a new show. Yes. I started watching. Uh, so Richard Ayoti, who IT crowd, uh, dude. Yes, he's thank a, you. He's on. He is, he has a TV show called Travel Man. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. That that show is fucking amazing. Anything he touches turns to gold. Same with that other dude that was in IT Crowd, the second boss yeah. guy. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, Matt, yeah. whatever his name. Oh, is. Yeah. well, but don't forget about uh, the one who is now on the Great British Break Off. But hello, no, George. On... Oh my god, the Scottish guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the one who watches the server lights blink. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that guy. I can't no, remember. No, um, he was in the Mighty Boosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anyone in the, in the IT crowd shows except uh, for the redheaded chick. No, she she oh yeah, Jen never did anything. Else. But Chris O'Boyd or Chris, Chris O'Dowd. 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 Yes. Chris O'Dowd. Uh, yeah, he was in. Uh, was that uh, the the one with uh, the bridesmaid? Yeah. He was in some big blockbuster oh. movies though. Was he? Yeah, not? he was in like, a couple. Yeah, he was in a couple. But bridesmaids was like the big com- like American comedy he was in. And then oh, and uh, Richard Aoyoti, he also voiced uh, IG. 88 or whatever from yep. uh, Mandalorian. No. No. No, no he was... Yeah. The, oh, no, for Mandalorian, yeah. He yeah. was in... Yeah, no, he, the no, assassin no, droid. He was a protocol droid who was in the... Oh, yeah, Jawa. no, I'm mixing it with a different droid. Wait, hang on, which yeah, one? No, you're right. No, you're, he, he was the, uh, the evil droid in one episode. He was not the bartender because Mark Hamill I mix voiced... It up. I mixed it up. Yeah, no, he was uh, yes. he was the evil droid, but like they brought back his voice modulation in season two as the... Oh, the yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. IG-11 was uh, Taika Watiti. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah, I mixed them up. Sorry, I'm on top of my I, I, I remember I remember uh, hearing his voice. Okay, so everybody here two. has seen Mandalorian. It's it's too early to spoil it, right? Nah, yeah, we can't spoil I'm it. But other than it. to say it's fucking great. Okay. If you haven't seen the last episode of the second season and if you saw it and didn't weep. I mean I I didn't I, weep. I didn't weep. I didn't I didn't find it that sad. I actually did, found did, it very hopeful. I found it, I also found it very touching. Sad's not the word I was, was looking for. It was like, touching, just, but just, there, there wasn't there wasn't anything like there wasn't it wasn't super cathartic for me. Because you still have like the Mando Mando still has to deal with this whole thing where he now has the Darksaber, so now he has to fight what's her face. God, you're thinking too hard and about it. Luke Oh wait! What, what Might come oh, back. oh 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 oh! Well, let's not spoil anything. And then we have Brian here just dropping spoilers. <laughs> Anyways, I recommend in air listeners to check out Mandalorian. Even just get a, the free trial for like a week and watch all and two just, seasons of yeah, Mandalorian. My uh, so I I logged in at my parents' place, um, and they they started watching Mandalorian, and they accidentally logged themselves out. And now they're like, "Can I have your login?" I'm like, no, you can get your own. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah so besides that um all right so yesterday uh watched that i went on like a revolution uh revolutionary war thing so i watched hamilton i watched the patriot um got steve's pizza for the first time in however long because Yo. they will not answer their God. fucking phone dude they're probably fucking busy then get a like a thing where you call into a queue. It doesn't cost that much. It's not that hard to set up, and then you would get more business. Hey, you know what? They're busy putting one piece of sausage on each On each, square. every fucking square. Okay, they're busy. Yeah, well, apparently not anymore because I got a bunch of half pieces of sausage, all right? 
then whoever cut it did it wrong. I know. I'm just I'm upset about it. Um, and then uh, and then I watched <laughs> and then I watched one of the greatest Nicolas Cage movies, National Treasure. Every Nicolas Cage movie is the greatest. That's why I said one of Nicolas. Okay, good. They're all national treasures. They're Did treasures. you guys see that new show he's doing though? The oh yeah, the history, the history you, of like the battery. I, I sent, sent it to you. <laughs> so is it out now? No, no. Uh, yeah. Next week. You, next week. He, I think he knows my my proclivity for <laughs> for um, Cage. All things Cage. All right. So let's talk about this beer, Carlos. Tell me about this beer. Oh, like I don't remember anything you said about the. the oh, would you beer. like me to read it Because it was like it was like ten minutes ago, Casey. It was. It was like ten minutes ago that you brought up any of the. Uh, mole darkness is inspired by the impossibly <laughs> complex and satisfying sauces native to South Central Mexico. Mole comes from. Uh, comes in almost infinite varieties, and our take features bittersweet chocolate cinnamon and a mild heat. Why are you reading it like you're bored? Because I already read it, and also they're just like they're like infinite varieties, and then they only describe Oaxaca mole, which is the best mole. But also, like if you want to like be like infinite varieties, like do something cool, like a this green mole with a sour. Mole. This is what? a this no mole. Just like there's there's a lot of only kind of mole, mole that so, can yeah. work for this. Type of beer, right? I know it wow, is. Just take that bell away. <laughs> that was a lot. Take it. I'm gonna give it. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna argue. Yeah, no, you, 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 you I, lost that one on purpose. I, I hit it. Uh, but anyway, this, this is a Russian Imperial Stout from Surly Brewing Company. Uh, Twelve percent ABV. No, that this uh, this chocolate like it's very strong chocolate in there. Oh, I didn't even taste it. Uh, there's a. Uh, Definitely some spices. And actually, like it's, it feels like after I drink it, like I get leaves like a tingling in my mouth for quite a while afterwards. There's, there's a really nice spice there. Yeah, I think it's great. It's like yeah. biting into Mexican chocolate. Have you ever had Mexican chocolate, Carlos? Yes. I probably have. I just don't recall. Or like it has like the the spices kind of yeah, baked no, in. Yeah, no, I've had, or it could literally just be I've only had mole. <laughs> uh, Brian, what? Tell me about this beer, man. <clears throat> Oh, the flavor? Yeah, like when you're drinking it. Honestly, like I take a sip and I, I, I really, I, I love chocolate. I, I, I don't like a lot of sweets, which is why kind of that I think that chocolate and I jive because I like. It's not very sweet. It's not, and and I don't like it very sweet. I like it melty and I like it. A little on the bitter side, and I like just a bit of sweetness. And so this is this is re- I'm really jiving with this. And if they're gonna jam some cinnamon and a little bit of, of, of heat in here, this is fantastic for me. I so when you when you drink it, when you drink it, are you like do you do you want to go like Austin Powers and go mole 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 like Austin Powers? No, you don't want to do that. No. The mole guy it doesn't like... want. Yeah, the mole guy. Oh, that was really funny though. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> bong in um, a blintz. No, I, I I can imagine like. Putting a, um, like we have these um, Hershey's Kisses at home that are uh, marsh, or, or no, it's hot chocolate, Hershey Kiss. Hmm. And I and I had one today and was like, wow, this is awesome, but I would only have like a couple, but I could really see pairing it with this, but I don't know what that this, has to do with this, anything. Like, I, I this think it, I this think it really awesome. reminds me of like you know those like um, those like circles of like those like the Mexican spice chocolate yeah. with with like the little wheels and them. Yes. And you cut them into little chunks and like, you can make that. really good hot chocolate out of it. Um, but it it tastes like that. I get a really like big burst of spice on the back end. That good like um, smoky sweet guajillo. 
Um, the, the heat can't be overbearing in something like this when you are making it sort of yeah across the board. Up, up front, it's it's very big chocolate cinnamon. It really balances out um, the darkness beer, which I find overly sweet. I've always found darkness uh, almost just be too sweet for this. When style. it's not balanced out with the cinnamon, yeah. When, when it's not balanced out with all of this, I find it like overwhelmingly sweet. Well, especially when you're working with it. bourbon barrel, and then also they whip some vanilla bean in, which is not going to necessarily add sweetness. It's the other things that play. Well, with. it's the perception of sweetness. Boom. So yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I really like this. Um, I think I, this version of Darkness is, I, I'm, I'm not gonna for lie. me, the best version. I also like that they switched to the 16-ounce cans instead of the Bombers. I'm going to be honest with you. Those are done. They're done and they've been done. Bombers? They're gone. They're done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Done, done, done. Um, <clears throat> always, 100% of the time, still to this day, have been a giant fan of how Surly thinks about their packaging. I think it always looks great. Well, and like, especially, so this comes in a box and there's a can in there and it This matches. is really cool. It's, it's premium packaging. It, it's, it's, yeah. And it, and it begs a premium price. And. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, $12.99 or I, I'm sorry, $12, $11.99 mm-hmm. is, is the current price per can, which is a lot, but for a 12% beer, not really. I, th- I think this. I just think it's really cool. I think yeah. they did a lot of. There was a lot of time and effort. I, I know that there was a lot of time and effort that went into how this beer was packaged and presented because I have, for three years, been working on how the beer is packaged yeah. and presented at the brewery I work for. So, Carlos, yeah. give me a number. I feel like serving this like one can is pretty much the perfect size, even for for sharing. For yeah, oh definitely. So I would I wouldn't want like a four pack of this and just to down an entire can by myself. Hell no. Uh, but no, this is very good. Uh, I would. I'm gonna give this a nine. Um, I really appreciate this, Brian. I'm gonna give it a rare. Man, I'm gonna give it a rare nine and a half. Ooh. I, I think the the packaging is exceptional. The beer is exceptional. Um, this is just and and it's and it and it it f- f- fulfills all of the things that that I like and have always liked about Surly. And I I think they knocked it out of the park here. So I'm in a, a rare nine point five. I'm gonna go with Carlos. I think this is uh, so I'm I'm I'm. I'm scrambling my brain thinking what what would make this a 10 and I honestly think I'm just uh, scratching a point off because of the surly tax so this is a nine for me well the story because of the story got on it that over fucking charged you or why oh no no no, no. there's just the surly tax like that you get on their normally priced beers <sighs> oh so like okay. if it goes one way it can go the other right I guess I don't want to comment on that so <laughs> <laughs> There's some things I should not. I don't. I'd have to. We. That's a whole. That, long, that's, that's that's a whole other conversation. No, but it just personally, like I don't know. Carlos bought a uh, twelve pack of Furious, and I was like, oh, you bought some expensive beer. Yeah, I had no idea. I well, should really look at. I what mean, I spend my money on. they've done the best job they can. Ma- no, maintaining yeah. how the branding works. Oh and no, then uh, don't get me wrong. This is a phenomenal beer, and it is what it is, and I love it. The the design on this um, package. I also. I, is, I wish. I wish. I, like the, I, I wish I liked the base beer more. 
I, I, I just don't like darkness. It's, it's too sweet for me. This fixes darkness and like removes, removes I'm, I, all of I that am, sweetness. I'm and, with you there. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with that too. Um, I like they got the little skull, and I like this, you know, the shiny red. The, 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 like the, the, the embossed, like foil embossed. Yeah, I don't know what in the hell I'm going to do with this box, but I'm. It's probably like, gonna, I would like this box it's now. It's probably going to sit on a shelf yeah, somewhere. That's a shelf box. You know? Yeah, it's a very good beer to go and share with others. The, the can was yes, like that matte black with the, the, I don't know, it's just really cool. Let's move on. The Department of Offense presents news with Casey. That's me. At 45 minutes in. Fucking A. Uh, Ellensburg police arrested a man who allegedly committed a drive-by shooting on Sunday. An altercation which started because the suspect was told he had to wear a mask. Allegedly. Ellensburg police captain Dan Hansbury uh, said officers were able to identify the suspect because the witnesses were able to describe his face because he was not wearing a mask. Uh, and they were also able to describe the vehicle used. Not to sound sarcastic, but he wasn't wearing a mask, Hansbury said. Hansbury said the suspect and the, dri- uh, and the driver of the vehicle stopped at the Toad's Astro Express to get gas on Sunday. I'm uh, sorry, wait, that's what the, is the name, name of the place? gas station? <laughs> Toad's Astro Express. <laughs> I would shop there every f- <laughs> fucking day. Toad's Asshole Express. Yeah. No, wait, what was it again? Toad's, Toad's Astro Express. That's, I'm never, assuming that's might that might be based on like Toad's Wild Ride. Or well, something no, like but you ever seen those Frog and Toad books? Like this is the one where like Toad's like, hey, bro, I gotta do a spinoff. I gotta do my own solo project. And and Frog was like, yeah, okay, it's your solo project, but I'll support you. I mean, I'll play my sweet harmonica on that track. Mm-hmm. What? So the suspect. <laughs> what? The suspect went inside the market without a mask, which was against the rules. The suspect then left the market, got into the passenger side of a vehicle, and fired at least three shots at the building while the vehicle drove away. Wait, what no, did he steal? Oh, my God. He didn't steal anything. He just shot at the building. I just don't. Wait, what, what state of this? I uh, don't have a state. So if it's Texas, it might be a misdemeanor then, right? Uh, but, like, they're this pissed because. Yeah. No, this was not Texas. No. Um, I don't think they have a Toads in Texas. Uh, no one was injured during the shooting. Police were given license plate, vehicle description, and description of the suspect from the witnesses, and they wouldn't have been able to get in that description if he had been wearing a mask in the first place. But why did he go to Mr. Toad's Asshole Express? Mr. Toad's Flapjack and Well, first of all, like, he just wanted, he just wanted, like, probably, um... Oh, maybe if it was like a Casey's, do they have some like really good breakfast pizza? Maybe you wanted that. Toad's also, gas joint. How how great is Casey's breakfast pizza? I have no idea. Have you, you never know. had Casey's breakfast pizza? No, uh, never made Carlos never pizza. leaves the house. Why are you even asking? Where where's a Casey's? Uh, they're Iowa. all over Minnesota, Iowa, and South Dakota. I've never seen it. Uh, they have so their sauce it's is cobblestone is, roof is sausage gravy. Okay. And then they put cheese and uh, and like eggs and more sausage on top of it. So it's like biscuits and gravy, but in a slice of pizza. Okay. So, so you're, I mean, I feel like this is a whole n- new podcast of uh, diving into gas station food. Well, gas station food can be delicious. At from Quick Trip, yeah. And 
Casey's breakfast pizzas. Their and normal pizzas suck donkey butt. Jimmy the Toad's Toad Mart. Yeah, but right? only if you shoot at Jimmy the Toad first. So after, uh, <laughs> so after permanent approval uh, for whites only church, small Minnesota town insists it isn't racist. What I mean, I, I was thinking about the toad. I gas know we're, we're moving on to a semi-serious oh. one because I really want to talk about this because I'm really pissed Wait, off about it. What? Can't we just right. keep talking about gas? Station? I no. want to hear this. No, no. I All right. Too. When the church uh, church doors open, only white people will be allowed inside. That's Fuck the you. message. Just stop. Ast- Astro uh, Astro Folk Assembly in Murdoch, Minnesota, is sending after being granted a conditional use. You know permit. what? And also fuck them because it's Minnesota. Oh, whatever. No, no, hang on. No, 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 shut no, my microphone. No, you're 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 gonna you're gonna approve of the Minnesotans in a second here, right. Brian. Maybe. No, I, I guarantee you will. Uh, sending after being uh, granted a conditional use permit to open a church there and practice its pre-Christian religion that or- originated in Northern Europe. Despite a council vote officially approving the permit this month, residents are pushing back against the decision. Opponents have collected about 50,000 signatures on an online petition to stop the all-white church from making its home in the farming town of 280 people. I think they thought they could fly under the radar in a small town like this, but we'd like to keep the pressure on them, said Peter Kennedy, a longtime Murdoch resident. Racism is not welcome here. So basically what's happening here is there's this super racist white supremacist, um, or what, like, uh, hang on. Um, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, they, they describe the Astro Folk Assembly as a neo-Volkish hate group that couches their bigotry and baseless claims of bloodlines grounding the superiority of one's white identity. But how do they get by the city council? Like, is the city council oh, racist? Oh, no, no, no. The or city, are they bribed? No, no, they they held the city council over a barrel with a Supreme Court decision, uh, or with a state Supreme Court decision, so they didn't have a, they, they didn't have a choice but to approve them. I see. And so, like, that happened. So basically what was happening is, this uh, this racist ass thing. They were looking at small towns in North Dakota, weren't finding good ones, and then found one just across the border in Minnesota, in Murdoch. Um, and they're like, "Oh, we can just slip in right here." And the Murdoch residents are like, "Oh no!" I think I actually read about this, but I mean, how, how do you feel about that? Like, do do you feel like that like these groups are they're sort of preying on these areas in a sense? They they are. Um, and I have I have very specific thoughts on this, um, but this might, I, that might be another. Yeah, that this I, I don't I don't think it, it it falls in here to get it that deep into okay. it. But I I feel like they are preying on these communities with fewer people and where they can move people in cheaply and take over these communities and make them these white supremacists. Uh, see, havens. that's like the the cult manifesto like that it's, it's literally what it is um but the church claims they're not white supremacist it's simply not true um just because we respect our own culture that doesn't mean we denigrate someone else's the group based in brownsville california says teaching and membership are for those uh are for those of strictly european bloodlines which sounds racist it does sound racist also, it's racist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I will love, I, I love this opportunity to applaud 
the small town America fighting back against it. Cause that was your first thing. Like, God damn it. Of course it's small town, Minnesota or whatever. And they're like, no, this can't happen in our community. Good for them. And that's, that's like, that's why I love this story. I don't love it because we have this fucking, um, pre-Christian, like Viking era, like they're, they're, and they're basing everything off of Nordic mythology, which also Nordic mythology wasn't racist. Odin didn't give a shit who got into Valhalla as long as they died in battle. The Havamal doesn't do racism. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, But, like, so these people are, yeah, they're being racist, and the people of the community are fighting against it. And I just wanted to highlight them for a minute and be like, good job, guys. Wild, because you and I had sort of a conversation about... We've had conversations about a lot of things, Brian. Well, I mean, like, more specifically today. Oh, yeah. I think it was kind of based off of this, because I saw the same thing. Ah, uh, could be. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, I knee-jerked. We've been drinking a bunch oh, of Oh, no, I don't know. You're, you're, you're right, though. You're right, the knee-jerk. Like, the way the headline was written, it wasn't written right, and it wasn't written I don't, in a I positive just, way. I just don't tolerate it, period. And the thing that we were talking about today Oh, yeah, is... we were talking about a completely different racism thing, yeah. Right. White minority, which we were talking about family racism. <laughs> Woo! Racist family. Sweet. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Uh, with this new plant-based Whopper, all-you-can-eat Whopper challenge, and an extreme one-pound beef burger, Burger King Japan sure has been busy this year. They seem determined to end uh, 2020 with a bang. To close out the year, Burger King Japan is releasing a new spicy. Yakiyoke burger that acts as a protective charm to ward off evil and has been blessed by the prayers of Buddhist monks. Yakiyoke is a Japanese word that refers to the idea of something being apotropaic or protective talisman to ward off evil or misfortune. That makes this Whopper a timely release as it's common during the Japanese New Year to visit temples to acquire a Yakiyoke a charm or prayer to cleanse and acquire some good luck for the upcoming year. I would also like to uh, just throw this out there. I'm not fluent in Japanese. I was hoping Matt would be here to correct me on these. So if I'm saying something wrong, uh, it's Matt's fault. He um, would well, but undoubtedly. Now, they, now they don't have to go to the temples, though. They can just go to Burger King. They can just go to Burger King. And we're better to celebrate a new year. Than in a Burger commercial King. for the new productive burger, you can watch the Spicy Whopper as the spicy centerpiece of a Yakiyuke uh, blessing ceremony held at Jindaji uh, Temple, one of the oldest Buddhist temples in Tokyo, conducted by praying monks. Prayer boards and ceremonial fires flame grill the Whopper to its apropotic power. Uh, the spicy and the spicy yakiyoki whopper's name comes from the spicy garlic chips, which are slathered in a sauce using spicy powder made from Gion Aiko and Kyoto. They call it Japan's spiciest golden pepper. Each spicy yakiyoko whopper comes with a complimentary yakiyoka mint, meaning uh, meant to refresh and cleanse you after the hot burger. The spicy yakiyoki whopper cleanse. is particularly a seasonal release. It will only be available from December 25th to December 28th. If you're in Japan and looking for some good fortune for 2021 and some spice to get over 2020, this is the Whopper for you. But, but, but that's the thing. No no one's in Japan. Unless, Except for all unless the Japanese they're people. they're fucking in Japan. I'm sorry, Brian. Do Japanese people not exist for you? No. no I'm I, trying I, to build I, our Japanese listenership. That's great. And just <laughs> feel like, do you really want to do that? Because I can make that happen. 
I would Let's love go. that to happen. I would but also what I'm like, saying, I want Brian to be our new social media manager. Is all I want. Oh, give it like a year and, and yeah, let's hell go. yeah, hell yeah. Like, let's, let's go. go. There's a, there's a reason like the Hoffman Barrel partnership is so easy for you right now. You guys just can take over my social media. Are we? Do I still have to? Well, I can't. No. <laughs> well, I can't do it. I don't. It will just become free for you then. <laughs> I refuse to force you to do a bunch of work for free, and twenty dollars a month sounds like. Ah, uh, no, don't even. A a we're not even talking about that right now. Don't pittance. even. No, we're not even talking like about pittance. numbers right now, man. All right. I, that was a joke, and you, you took it a too far. I'm sorry. We become a patron. Yeah, I know. I know. This Stop trying to shame good. Gordon. <laughs> Actually, no. Keep trying to shame. No, Gordon. I, Gordon. I okay. hope you're listening. Everything to this. else I did before. I'm sorry. This thing with the Gordon. Yes, shame. shame. All right. As winter temperatures drop below minus 45 degrees Celsius in Russia's coldest village, even the local cows need all the help they can stay warm. Oh, I saw. Including putting a bra on their udders. Oh. Nikolai Avlatosov, a farmer from the village of Omeyakan, a uh, of in the Republic of Saka makes woolly bras for his herd of five cows to protect the tender skin of their udders from the brutal cold. The bras are made from old sheepskin coats or hair fur. Uh, Brian, will you do me a favor and look up what minus 45 is in freedom units? Um, okay. <laughs> the Siberian... I can t- type that into Google. So I'm guessing negative five? Uh, yeah, negative so video maybe. shows Atalazafazov uh, dressing the cows in their triangular bras as they go outside for a drink from the watering hole. They are breadwinners, he said. Um, he's in his 70s. Wait, they're going for a drink? Yep. Uh, they spend winters in a shed, but every day they go outside, even if the air temperature is minus 60 C. The garments are said to save up to two liters of cow milk per cows. So he's saving 10 liters of milk with these bras. Negative sixty Celsius. That's even more. I mean, that's that's like negative twenty five. I want to say. Well, well, let's figure out what minus forty five is. Yeah. Well, what is it, Brian? It's it's minus forty nine. Minus forty nine. Did Did you get Did you put the right numbers in? No. <laughs> Why do you trust Brian with this very important task? I'm so useless right now. I'm sorry. Like I have suddenly become useless. Do you remember if you no? It's minus forty nine. Weeks ago. No. You That's a few weeks cold. ago when you became useless, I'm useless. <laughs> because oh, you, minus 40 is when they meet up again. Oh. Yes, because you said freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, And man. it took me by surprise, and I was like, I will Google you whatever you say, Casey, because we're on the air. And then I was like, oh, he's making a joke. And... <laughs> You got to get those freedom units yeah, in, Yeah, yeah, it's... But it connects, Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so they meet at minus 40. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's a long way. But also, what's happening to the other, like, two liters? Like, when they go outside for a minute, are they just freezing in the well, other? The, Can the, they just not get them out now? Okay, so it's the angel's share. And as you don't know... <laughs> As you know, if a cow is not wearing a bra, those angels get their share. Oh, is it only angels the- are super handsy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't like this. I, yeah. That's why, like, you do, like if places... The colder it is, the more handsier the angels are. Like, it's why when they make the hard liquor, they need to get, like, a bra big enough for the barrel to keep the angels from getting their share. Brian, you guys should put a, bar- a bra on your barrel. Yeah. Hey. It's going to be a very large bra. <laughs> 
like you're talking about like a, a pro- I just I, I want I want the dude who does your tours Nathan his name is Nathan I I, I feel like I've met him times but anyway i want him to try to describe the bra to people who are asking questions about it it's to keep and the angels with a straight face to keep the angels away. to keep the angels away <laughs> i could probably pretty easily get him to comply well you employ him like that's how employers work that's definitely not how that works anyway we have a discussion topic that we should get to what really yeah, we're only an hour oh, in. Okay. So, Carlos, you put it up to us to come up with our own tourist trap. Yeah. But I feel like you don't understand what it like. Not like a traditional tourist trap, which is like something where you're trying to separate them from their money by showing them the largest ball of twine in Minnesota or the Barbed Wire Museum, which is actually phenomenal and you should really go. Sure it is, Um, Casey. Sure it is. It's pretty great. Or the largest collection of um, porta-potties in America, which is also, or not porta-potties, but outhouses in America, which is also in Minnesota, which I've been to. Are they all usable? Or the largest bird statue in America, which is also in Minnesota. I've been to a lot of tourist traps yeah no casey that so i mean you're the expert at this then i am i am but what what do you want to do to the tourists once you trap them <laughs> <laughs> well you got to first separate the the tourist from their money right okay all right no no i i'm just i'm, I'm trying to understand the rules well it's got to be a destination that the uh, people would come to and like we want to what where do we want to set this uh this destination you can you can decide well, I think this is like a group thing. With oh, okay. so we all have to put it in the same spot. Let's let's say the Midwest. Let's let's Just put the, it in the Midwest. Yeah, it would blend in with all the other ones, all the other tourist destinations. Yeah. There's a lot of open space. Right uh, but now. so, but now you have to beat the greatest tourist destination of them all, which is House on the Rock. Well, you don't set it nearby House on the Rock because you're just you're just going to get all your business taken away by. House or on the well, Rock. you also can't put it on the way to House on the Rock because that's. How, or House on the Rock, because that's how House in the Rock got their start. Have you heard about this one? I have not. Uh, this is this is a real place. You guys can all look this up. It's hilarious. It's this small house in Wisconsin uh, by a bluff where a rock fell off of the bluff into the house. And instead of just condemning the house and buying a new house like they should have, they kept onto the old house um, and started charging admission to see the house in the rock. Or the, or the rock in the house. Okay. Okay. Now, it, uh, house, uh, rock in the house makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rock, rock, rock in the house. It's, it is, deli- hang on. Let, let me see what town it's in because it, we're, it's near where we're at. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's not a place I'd go on my way to see, but it's fun to think that there's a place like that. Uh, yeah, it is in Fountain City, Wisconsin. On, on the way to uh, House on the Rock. It's actually south of us. Um, towards uh, Lacrosse, it's about halfway between us and Lacrosse. Yeah, so I'm thinking we might maybe set it further out westward, our location. Oh, we're going west. Well, because there's so many places out there that are like in the middle of nowhere, like I don't know, balls of twine and all the other dumb stuff. And I feel like you could like blend it in there. Better. Okay, so so what what what's your hook? <sighs> That's the thing. Like, there's already so many things that are like. Uh, uh, so I'm thinking maybe you get very literal. This is the hook is it's full of traps. 
every sort of trap. And you're going to show off all these traps that are going to bring people in. Like, you can also have classes. Like, hey, you want to sign up to figure out how to make a snare? Carlos, have have you ever been to... How to set a bear trap? Have you ever been to the... How to set up a parent trap? Seems like one of those kids' things. So it's it's the largest collection of traps in Minnesota. Yeah. Wait, that's the thing. That's what Carlos is going to do. I I think that... that I I would go there. Like, because, like, it's a, a tourist trap full of traps. I mean, what better way to have a tourist destination? Uh, all right, so I just Googled largest collection of traps in the U.S. Is it, it was a safe Google? <laughs> there isn't one. All right. So this would be your first. You, 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 have, you, have a, you have a clear you have a clear win. Yeah, so it's the first. So it also is probably going to be by default the largest. So it's the first and largest. So you can put both of those tags on there. Is there can we come up with a third tag before it too? Uh best biggest largest best and first and best yeah yeah no we, we could put best in there yeah the first best you can have at least largest. 30 hashtags on this yeah yeah so that's i i feel like that might not be a bad okay all right so, so all right so, so so you build this this trap house and you can like you can do <laughs> <laughs> thank you brian and you can also uh you t- teach it everything related to traps. Like you have like all these classes on like how to make traps. Okay. Yeah, I no, right. would. I I keep. I'm, I'm going to say it again. Excuse me. I'm going to say it again. I would totally go there. Anyway, anyway. What, what, so what, what, what's what's your eventual plan here besides like charging money to tourists? Why would I have an ulterior motive, Casey? Like because, we're trying to make this a popular place for people to go to Carlos, in the middle of nowhere. Do you full have of an, traps? Do you have an ulterior motive? I do not. But if I did, though, it's not a bad place <laughs> to try out some traps as well. Listen. Just hunt the most dangerous game? Yeah. All right. So, Brian, I, we're, we're going to move on if that's okay. okay. <laughs> Brian, what, uh, what, what would be your tourist trap besides the largest collection of traps where Carlos totally isn't just hunting people? Do you know what kind of, uh, we'd teach you how to use a drum there, though. The snare drum. Because <laughs> it's snare, but, so no, it snares are a trap. N- no, but the... <laughs> no! <laughs> no! I'm glad I got, bad to, I got to explain it, too. That was even better. <sighs> Brian? I had... I had no time to prepare for this, and you had literally the entire episode. Yeah, but I was like, doing, <laughs> I was like doing the entire entire episode. I mean, oh, the rest uh, of us were too. Uh, well, we can we can help. We can start talking through. Oh, well, let's, let's talk be, through it. Like, what? All right. What's what? What are your favorite knickknacks? And patty wax. And dog, bones. give a dog a bones. You know, like a. Like all of the first and the, the second one's okay, but the third one eh, is kind of weird about that. I, I want to get my dog a bone. Well, let, let, let's just keep talking about Nick Wax and Patty Wax then. And what would be a, something that you think a large collection of 
would be great to show off and would draw people to. Well, I mean, that kind of brings me to what you were talking about, which is like the traps situation. Yeah, but he which, already trapped them with the traps. Right. And, or right. if he wants to, you could try and improve upon my idea. If well, so I've, I have been to the, the torture museum. Ah, uh, the torture museum in, uh, wait, hang on, which one? The one in London or the one or in Or the one that's just Amsterdam? really boring. Both. Oh, nice. Believe it or not. Also, sex museums. Been Always two, good. I hear that. I hear that the one in Reykjavik is the best. The one in Amsterdam was laid out very nicely, and then the one in Paris. I don't remember as much, but anyway. That being said, I want to bring everyone to the tourist trap of the tourist traps. So at the sex museum, it was like. I'm sorry, at the torture museum, it was like, here's all, here are 10 torture devices. And eight of them were never used because they were too frightening. And people were like, if you don't confess or do whatever, uh, we're going to put you on this thing. And and people were like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to get shut into that thing with spikes. So I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And I have the hiccups for some reason. Um, Other than the mole. Yeah, could be. Uh, in any case, I want a tourist trap that is all of the things that got kicked from all of the other tourist traps. Oh, so you want the reject museum. Yes, I want the reject tourist trap museum. So it is the worst of the worst museum. You could check out Smithsonian. I'm sure uh, they have a lot of stuff they don't bother displaying that I, people keep sending them stuff. I, I, I really, I really like your plan. That's pretty great. Meta. It's, it's pretty meta. Um, but I think my idea has you beat. I don't know. I feel like mine would probably be in Kansas. Uh, oh, Kansas. Okay. So I'm going to put mine, uh, actually, I'm going to start mine in Wisconsin, but it's going to become like a chain of museums. But it's the incredibly specific diorama museum. Uh, so basically, like, so the first time, the first thing I'm going to do, like, is just going to be like dioramas of things Carlos enjoys. So I can do like a diorama of the trap museum, but like with like little Carlos's hunting the tourists. Wait, what if, and, what if instead of like, a little diorama, it, it was a Big diorama. Well, that's just what your museum is. Um, and then, except like, my, except it's. Let not me finish my diorama description. Fine, fine. And then there will be another one of like so. Like we we have an entire wing dedicated to like things Carlos enjoys dioramas. And so like not six, much. That's six, a full wing. You think yeah. it'd take up a whole wing? Six of them are just Carlos watching different YouTube videos. Okay. But, like, in different, like, entertaining poses. Uh, like, one, he's, like, leaning on this arm. One, he's leaning on this arm. One, he's sitting up straight. You gotta mix it up. One, he's leaning on both arms. Oh, you don't do that. That's not very comfortable. You know what? They don't have to be true. Um, and then... <laughs> And then, like, we just keep getting more and more specific. Like, oh, we have the, the wing of Greg. And it's just, like... A diorama is a thing that Greg likes. Who's the fuck's Greg? Nobody knows. 
And which is what makes it so good. And then we sell uh, we sell T-shirts because everything about a tourist trap, they have to sell bad T-shirts. Wait, wait. Do you sell actual T-shirts or do you sell a diorama of a T-shirt? We sell T-shirts with a diorama of T-shirts being sold. Wait, how does that work? It's a T-shirt with like the photo, like with a screen printed diorama oh, on it okay. of a t-shirt shop. But we also sell t-shirts of I heart or um I I stand Greg, I stand Carlos, I stand Phil. Like just whatever wings we have in that diorama museum. It's basically like the House of Wax but better because they're dioramas instead of lifeless celebrities. I think it. I think it's the best. Could uh, instead of like, so instead, could I have my wing not just be of me, but could it just be like uh, my idea for our entire wing? Because like I feel like oh just, no, no, uh, no 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 no. If it's so, just a wing of stuff that of just me watching YouTube, I feel that I feel like if, if you you should like like just kind of uh when when we expand Carlos to um our St Louis location, you can have the dioramas. Of the dioramas of Carlos's dreams, because I, I was well, that's that's going to be a very small area to store stuff. Why? Well, because it's dreams. I don't have a lot of them. Well, no, but it's just like I find. Do you like dioramas? All right, it's the dioramas of the dioramas of Carlos's ideals. Yeah, definitely. Still, not a very large area. Then what do you want? What do you want? I kind of, I, I want like my diorama area to be just a diorama of billboards. Okay, fine. It's the diorama of Carlos's idea of dioramas of billboards. Sure. And so when you walk in, you're actually a part of the diorama of the major diorama, and then like so you walk into a diorama, and there's a bunch of smaller dioramas. Okay, okay. I, I like how you've layered it. And then one of the billboards is going to be a billboard for your diorama place. Oh, and then you can walk into that one, but you have to crouch. Yeah, crouch. Because <laughs> there's all sorts of billboards for like tourist attractions, but then you have dioramas of them. And half and of what them. Kind of, what kind of a draw is like, that? As, as, as you're walking through, half of them are like, or I guess like a quarter of them are. A fetus has a heartbeat at this many weeks. There's a lot Real of them. men love babies. <laughs> and then the other quarter are like, have you accepted Jesus into your life? No, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> they all kind of blend together. And then of the rest, an eighth are just Carlos's face being like, ah! I, I'm not on any billboards yet, Casey. We haven't picked, bought any yet. No, you're not on any real billboards, but you're on diorama. I want them to be on real billboards. They have to be real billboards. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I feel man. like I don't you, you, it, you don't. Yeah! But what would your section be? My section? I'm running the diorama place. Don't worry about that. Oh, so it's section. dioramas of you running the diorama place. Got exactly. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dioramas of me exploiting people. I do yeah. like dioramas. Are they dioramas or dioramas? I don't know. I don't know either. That's why I asked. <laughs> if I knew the answer, I wouldn't ask, Brian. Carlo says things I have a weird, too. Do you have a... Uh, is, like, the big attraction, though, going to be the diorama of the diorama place? Oh, absolutely. There's definitely, like... Actually, that's that's just the centerpiece. So, like, um, I'm picturing all of these as a hub. 
So you like it's a circular building, and then like uh, spokes running off of it, like a wheel, and like you go into different diorama rooms. But in the middle, there's a small diorama of the diorama building. And the biggest attraction of that little diorama of the diorama building oh is that there's a scope ah. that you can look at the diorama of the diorama of the diorama building. Damn right. And then in that little scope, there's another little scope logging in a smaller version of the diorama building. You can't. You don't get any further than that because the tourists no, can't they, see. They, they can't no, tell. They, they, tourists can't see. <laughs> God damn it. I love roadside attractions so much. <laughs> the diorama one sounds like a real one. I actually, the trap one also sounds like a real one. It really does. I went to a barbed wire museum, Carlos. Yeah. Of course the trap one's a real one. So uh, this is a totally real anecdote. And now that I said that, it sounds like it's not a totally real anecdote, but it is. Uh, my my mom brought out like um, a big bin of my brother's things and a big bin of my things. And in them were the one-and-a-half-foot sections of barbed wire that we purchased at the Barbed Wire Museum. For what purpose? Wait, how old were you? I don't know. In, like, I, I was probably 12 or 13, and my brother was probably 10 or 11. I see. So get some kids some barbed wire to play with. Yeah, no, I mean, it should have been, like, the free tetanus shop museum because <laughs> uh, they were all very rusty. But they were super cool barbed wires. Oh, Yeah. Like, dude, did you know how many different kinds of barbed wires there are? There's got to be at least several. So many. Uh, some of them have, like, really cool, like, big, like, they look like throwing stars on them. I like the barbed wire that is also electrically charged. Because you're just fucked if you have to do any land mean, surveying around yeah, those. Because it's like, <laughs> I got to get the shot, but I'm using a metal rod nearby this electrical fence that's also barbed wire. And I, I got to hold it Don't steady. drop it. Don't drop it. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here now. Yeah. All right, guys. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, uh, go ahead and just an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebookcom studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnewsstudios. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Ah!